The Jews are in exile away from the land, but God is moving in Babylon. Soon a dream turns into an opportunity for the prophet Daniel to rise. On The Bible Brief. Have you donated to the Bible Literacy Foundation? We'd love for you to become part of the Bible Lit team as we make Bible learning content. Want to donate today? Check out the link in the show notes. Nebuchadnezzar awoke with a start. His hands were clammy, and he was sweating from the troubling dream he'd had. A dream unlike any other he'd had before. He tried going back to sleep, but nothing could take the dream from his mind. Nothing could quiet his thoughts enough to let him drift back into a peaceful slumber. He had a sense that this dream was just too important, too utterly unique, that there must be a meaning behind it meaning that he desperately needed to know. Soon he summoned the experts in his kingdom. Sure, it may have been an odd hour, but kings get to do what kings want. And what he wanted was the meaning to his dream. He summoned all his best, the magicians, the enchanters, the sorcerers, and the Chaldeans. And he decided to put them to the test. It was so important to know the dream's meaning that he didn't want to merely have some favorable interpretation given by some ambitious magician. No, he wanted surety that the interpretation was valid and accurate. He had to know what this dream meant, and some vague meaning from a know-nothing wouldn't cut it. So the king says this to all his experts in Daniel chapter 2. I had a dream, and my spirit is troubled to know the dream. Then the Chaldeans said to the king, O king, live forever. Tell your servants the dream and we will show the interpretation. The king answered and said to the Chaldeans, The word from me is firm. If you do not make known to me both the dream and its interpretation, you shall be torn limb from limb, and your houses shall be laid in ruins. But if you show the dream and its interpretation, you shall receive from me gifts and rewards and great honor. Therefore, show me the dream and its interpretation. They answered him a second time and said, Let the king tell his servants the dream, and we will show its interpretation. The king answered and said, I know with certainty that you are trying to gain time, because you see that the word from me is firm. If you do not make the dream known to me, there is but one sentence for you. The Chaldeans answered the king and said, There is not a man on earth who can meet the king's demand, for no great and powerful king has asked such a thing of any magician or enchanter or Chaldean. The thing that the king asks is difficult, and no one can show it to the king except the gods, whose dwelling is not with flesh. Because of this, the king was angry and very furious, and he commanded that all the wise men of his kingdom of Babylon be destroyed. Daniel was a faithful man before Yahweh his God, a man stuck in Babylon because of God's righteous judgment upon the nation of Judah. He, along with his three friends, were young exiles away from the promised land, exiles in Babylon making the most of their situation, while God begins to move in their lives to reveal the movements of kingdoms. Upon arriving in Babylon, 
these four young men were taken into the king's service. They were good-looking, wise, learned, and competent to aid Nebuchadnezzar as some of his many counselors that he had for his empire. Babylon had taken over the Assyrian lands and had even expanded. So the king needed knowledge from every part of his kingdom to ensure that his rule would be prudent, considering local customs and cultures of all the people groups in his charge. Those Jews from Judah were some of his advisors, and the young men found themselves in service to this king. God gave these four young men learning and skill in all literature and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. And in every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters that were in all his kingdom. God had placed them in a powerful position in Babylon. And where God takes a person, God intends to use them for his purposes. It was in the course of time that Nebuchadnezzar had his dream, a dream that eventually led to his fierce anger against the supposed wise men of Babylon. Since they couldn't tell him the dream, and they couldn't interpret that same dream, they would be condemned to death. Yet Daniel and his companions aren't in attendance at the king's urgent meeting. Instead, they first hear of his decree to kill all the wise men in Babylon when they're about to be killed by the captain of the king's guard. A tense circumstance that ends up with Daniel making an appointment with the king to share the dream and the interpretation. The time was set, and then Daniel prayed. We read, Then Daniel went to his house and made the matter known to his companions. And he told them to seek mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery, so that Daniel and his companions might not be destroyed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision of the night. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, to whom belong wisdom and might. He changes times and seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness, and the light dwells with him. To you, O God of my fathers, I give thanks and praise, for you have given me wisdom and might, and have now made known to me what we asked of you, for you have made known to us the king's matter. Daniel blesses God for his mercy to reveal the dream and the interpretation to him. And soon Daniel is brought by the captain of the guard into Nebuchadnezzar's presence. The king says this to young Daniel, Are you able to make known to me the dream that I have seen and its interpretation? Daniel answered the king and said, No wise men, enchanters, magicians, or astrologers can show to the king the mystery that the king has asked. But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries, and he has made known to King Nebuchadnezzar what will be in the latter days. Your dream and the visions of your head as you lay in bed are these. To you, O king, as you lay in bed came thoughts of what would be after this, and he who reveals mysteries made known to you what is to be. But as for me, this mystery has been revealed to me, not because of any wisdom I have more than all the living, but in order that the interpretation may be made known to the king, and that you may know the thoughts of your mind. 
You can imagine Nebuchadnezzar's eyebrows raising at this young man who has come before him. Surely by that point, Nebuchadnezzar was just jaded and pessimistic that anyone could tell him the meaning of his disturbing dream. Yet here was this young Jewish man who claimed that his God revealed the dream and the interpretation to him. This must have set the king on the edge of his seat. And Daniel continues, You saw, O king, and behold, a great image, a great statue. This image, mighty and of exceeding brightness, stood before you, and its appearance was frightening. The head of the image was of fine gold, its chest and arms of silver, its middle and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, and its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. As you looked, a stone was cut out by no human hand, and it struck the image on its feet of iron and clay and broke them in pieces. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold all together were broken in pieces and became like the chaff of the summer wheat threshing floors. And the wind carried them away so that not a trace of them could be found. But the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. You can bet that Nebuchadnezzar's jaw dropped. Daniel had told him his exact dream without missing any parts. The large, bright statue made of different materials being destroyed by an unhewn stone, and then that stone growing into a mountain that filled the whole earth. The king is surely amazed, and now he has bated breath, waiting for the meaning of this distressing dream. Daniel explains the interpretation. You, O king, the king of kings, to whom the God of heaven has given the kingdom, the power and the might and the glory, into whose hand he has given, wherever they dwell, the children of man, the beasts of the field and the birds of the heavens, making you rule over them all. You are the head of gold. Another kingdom inferior to you shall arise after you, and yet a third kingdom of bronze, which shall rule over all the earth. And there shall be a fourth kingdom, strong as iron, because iron breaks to pieces and shatters all things. And like iron that crushes, it shall break and crush all these. And as you saw the feet and the toes, partly of potter's clay and partly of iron, it shall be a divided kingdom. But some of the firmness of iron shall be in it, just as you saw iron mixed with the soft clay. And as the toes of the feet were partly iron and partly clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly brittle. And in the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that shall never be destroyed, nor shall the kingdom be left to another people. It shall break in pieces all these kingdoms and bring them to an end, and it shall stand forever. Just as you saw that stone was cut from a mountain by no human hand, and that it broke in pieces the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold, a great God has made known to the king what shall be after this. The dream is certain, and its interpretation sure. Nebuchadnezzar's dream is of such a scope that it surely surprised the ruler. It was a dream about kingdoms rising and falling, about the fall of Babylon and the fall of others, before the great destruction of all kingdoms by the stone of God that final great kingdom set up by God himself. God's kingdom 
will rule not over regions or nations, but over the entire planet, having removed all other powers and authorities. Later in the book of Daniel, we get much more detail about these kingdoms. We learn that starting with Babylon, there will be four kingdoms, followed by a fifth and final kingdom. The first kingdom was the Babylonian Empire, followed by the second kingdom, the Medo-Persian Empire. The Medo-Persian Empire is followed by the third kingdom, which is the Greek Empire that famously conquered the world led by Alexander the Great. And the fourth kingdom is the Roman Empire, who defeated the Greeks just before our calendars switched from B.C. to A.D. God gives the king of Babylon a view into the future with his dream, a view as equally amazing as it is surely discouraging for the king. The magnificence of his kingdom is set to fall to the Medes and the Persians. Babylon has numbered days. Next we read this. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell upon his face and paid homage to Daniel and commanded that an offering and incense be offered up to him. The king answered and said to Daniel, Truly your God is God of gods and Lord of kings, and a revealer of mysteries, for you have been able to reveal this mystery. Then the king gave Daniel high honors and many great gifts, and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon, and chief prefect over all the wise men of Babylon. Daniel made a request of the king, and he appointed Daniel's three companions over the affairs of the province of Babylon. But Daniel remained in the king's court. Using a gift given to Daniel of dream interpretation, God has lifted these four youths even further. Now they sit in positions of authority, all thanks to the dream that God gave to the king. But yet again we have to remember, when God raises up a person, He intends to use them for his purposes. This isn't the end for Daniel and his companions. Soon Nebuchadnezzar rebels against his dream. He builds a statue, not of many materials like his dream, but a statue of pure gold. A statue that implicitly says, My kingdom will never be destroyed. I will never let this dream come to pass. He sets up the idol. He commands all to worship the idol. And soon Daniel's three companions find themselves at odds with the king's command. The king burns in anger. The men refuse to worship the idol. And a fiery furnace is prepared. Death awaits these three faithful men. Or does it? Join us next time as the fiery furnace sets the stage for an amazing deliverance before the king of Babylon goes mad. The Bible Brief is brought to you by the Bible Literacy Foundation, dedicated to helping people like you learn the Bible. Copyright Bible Literacy Foundation 2023